Welcome back once again to the PLP Podcast with Carlos D. Uh, a quick thing, you can find us on Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple, iTunes, and wherever you find great podcasts. Like, rate, review us, and subscribe. You can send us emails at theplppodcast at gmail.com. And then find us on the Instagram at theplppodcast. So bad news this week, there is no Christy. She is not feeling well. She is not going to participate this week. She is off the show for one week only, hopefully. But maybe she'll be back. She's not feeling good. But I could not do it alone this time. So I have brought in a guest. The first ever. No, that's not true. The second ever. Well, the first ever co-host. Substitute co-host. Not the first ever guest. But the first ever substitute co-host of this show has decided to grace us with her presence and I'm going to let her really like run the show to see how good she is. If Christy is really bad, I might fire her and we may have a replacement. So let me introduce you to the lovely Tyra. Hello. Hello, everybody. Tyra. Tyra, where are you from? What are you doing here? Uh, I'm from nowhere, but I claim Texas. Mm. And I live in this area mm. now. And just having fun. Just having a good time? Yeah. Oh, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. Are you nervous? Hope to be I here? can live up to Christie's shoes. Well, that's an easy, <laughs> easy task to do. Christie is not very good at her job. No, that's not she might be fired. If you knock it out the park, I might fire her. I don't care. All right. She's the communications director, but she doesn't do a good job communicating. And let me go on a rant about I her mean, for about five minutes. That would straight. actually rub me the wrong way, but yeah. that would rub you the wrong way. Yeah, it would. For me saying that she's better at her mm-hmm. job. No, yeah, I mean, I don't think she, I don't know. I can't speak on that, so. So you're not even a fan of the show? No, I'm saying that when I listen, I enjoy both you and Christy. So but I you enjoy agree me more. with you that she's a bad host. I think she's a great host. Would you say if there's one star of the show, it's me, correct? Sure. Okay. Would you say the most entertaining person on the show is me, correct? Uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So why do I need Christy? Because she, you know, keeps everything moving. Keeps are, it going. are you applying for There's a job? There's balance, I think. Are you saying you want to steal Christie's job from her? No, That's what you're telling no, me. no, no. Just, are you saying you're better than like Christy? Like I said, I mean, Do you think you're better than Christy? Yes or no? no? Answer the damn I, question when I'm talking to I you. I don't think I'm better than Christy. So Christy is Christy lesser is than amazing. you is what you're saying? No, I think we are both fantastic, intelligent women, and we have fun doing podcasts with you. Mm. So you're kissing up to me as the host while denigrating my co-host. That is not like I wasn't talking bad about her at all. It seemed like you were kind of downplaying her. No. And you said she was ugly. I showed you a picture of her earlier. I that did true? not. Lies. You said you didn't like how Don't she looked. Don't believe him, everyone. Said her eyes were kind of beady? <laughs> no. No. I never said such things. All right, then. Next topic. Right, I'm not going to stay on that too long. <laughs> this is normally what we would do, um, overreaction or not. Our wildly popular segment, but I literally did no show prep. I was like uh, getting ready to do the show with my normal co-host, but she like the last second said she couldn't do it. wasn't feeling too good, so I didn't. Well, do I prep. follow the social medias. You follow so, the, what, what social medias? Like you know, Twitter, 
Instagram, Facebook, all those great things. Shade uh-huh. Room, Baller Alert. Mm-hmm. Have you seen... So you had no life, is what you're saying? No, Well, no. Does I'm your entire life revolve around watching other people media. live? No, it, do, it does not, but it is a big part of my job, so... Hence, <laughs> I follow that a lot, but... So you're employed and I don't have to pay you for this, right? Sure, yeah. Okay, yes. Like I said, this is for fun. You know, I originally tried to hire you to be uh, our uh, publicist. Mm-hmm. You recall that when I asked you to be a publicist did, for the show? I did. Mm-hmm. And you refused? I didn't exactly flat out refuse. I just kind of said what my rate would be. Was it because you didn't believe in the show? No. And now you're on the show, full circle. Sure. How the mighty have fallen. I mean, sometimes, you know. She had to bow down. Things work out that way. All right. You say you want to talk about some uh, pop No, I'm just stuff? saying, like, there's been a lot of chatter this week on social media about uh, a lot of different things related to. Calling me. Oh, my God. <laughs> Have you never been on a professional podcast before? No, I'm sorry. Do you not know bad. how cell phones mess up with the equipment? No, I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. Um, you are just like Christy. <laughs> what I was saying was. Don't turn your cell phone off. Yeah, no, I can't turn it off. Um, what I was saying was basically you were talking about overreaction and all, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to figure out. Uh, there's been a lot of chatter about R. Kelly. There's been a lot of chatter about. Mm, uh, me and my friends were talking about this particular article that somebody wrote on this blog that was about how basically. Um, Black women are to blame for why black men suck. Okay. As like, we're gonna come know. back to that because I think that's an important topic. Um, let, let, let's go back because don't talk about your stuff. We're gonna talk about R. Kelly real quick. Okay. Then we're gonna talk about why you black women are making <laughs> our lives as no, black no, men horrible. It was the reason why black men suck in dating. So because of black women mm-hmm. are tearing us down. No. At every chance they get. No. But it's a very interesting article. I could talk about it more. Are we going to talk about it in about five seconds? Let me let okay. me get into this R. Kelly thing real quick. That is, has been the, the news sweeping the world. And we canceled R. Kelly on this podcast a while ago. <coughs> um, of course, because his various misgivings and bad deeds and horrible behavior, peeing on little children and being a general jerk, pedophile, sicko, pervert. Mm-hmm. But R. Kelly's trying to make us all forget that. He came back with a 19-minute song. That you admittedly said you wouldn't listen to. Or haven't listened to. Are you refusing to listen to it? or No, I'm not going to listen to it. But I don't really have to because all the articles break it down for you. Okay. But I'm not going to listen to it because A, it's 19 minutes and I don't have the time. You literally sit on Twitter and Snapchat all day long. Don't you I don't sit on there all day long. I'm saying it's a part of my job. You have 19 minutes to spare. All right, but yeah, you don't have to listen to it. Uh, I did listen to it. Um, I kind of got another hit on his hands. Really? He make hit music. It, it's fire. I don't. I don't know what it is. I don't know what about it, but it is. The song is it's catchy. It sounds good. I feel like it's asking for a court date. I don't know. I don't. What you mean? Like he basically was saying he. It's basically like the equivalent of OJ's. If I did it. No, no. He admitted to no crimes. He admitted to doing I, nothing Neither did OJ. He said, if I did it. But R. Kelly didn't even say, if I did something wrong. R. Kelly, if you, if you listen but to the he song, did he did admit to saying, like, 
from what I saw with the lyrics. Okay. Right? He did admit to saying that he was involved with certain women that were accusing him. Uh, but those women um, never accused him. From what I understand, I think I know family members said that they couldn't get in contact with their family with the the girls and all this type of stuff. But I don't think I don't remember any of those women saying that he did it. And I still don't think any of the underage women have said that he. And I don't know. I'm not actually biographer, but uh, I don't remember them saying that he did stuff wrong. In this song, he just admitted to being a pervert, basically being uh, you know, liking women both young and old. Mm-hmm. Being a freak, uh, mm-hmm. all stuff that is fine, but you know we mo- we know he's more than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, being illiterate, mm-hmm. being the victim of molestation, mm-hmm. being I didn't catch that oh yeah, yes, he didn't get it all. Being broke, mm-hmm. I mean all the- this was all uh, other than the molestation stuff. This was stuff we already know about Kelly. We knew he was a pervert. Yeah, uh, we knew he had a sex problem. Uh, I didn't. I guess I didn't know he was totally illiterate. I don't know how you how do you write songs but can't write, I can't read know. and write. Maybe he doesn't write them all. I don't know. Apparently, a lot of poets have the same issue. They they're considered illiterate, but well, I guess you can know words and not know how to spell them. Like I can make up a I know words, but that doesn't mean I know how to read and write. But illiterate is more of like you can't form proper sentences. Right? I thought illiterate means you just can't read. Well, that too, but you can't. Well, I guess if you can't, if you can't read, read, you can't write, but you yeah. can speak. Speaking has nothing well, to do with reading or writing. You know yeah. words. True. Like right now, I might not be able to read or write anything, but I know how to talk. Right. And I know what words mean. And I know what words rhyme together. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this was a 19 minute song, no chorus, and him just like going on and on and on. And by the end, I was two stepping, growing to it. I felt like it would be when I was when I first saw it. I was like, oh, is this like another rendition of like Trapped in the Closet? So okay, it's not like Trapped in the Closet though. It's uh, it's like him just basically. It's not like a story he's telling. It's like him just saying, basically, I admit that I like X, Y, and Z. Or I admit I did this bad thing. I slept with my friend's girl. I cheated on... No, I slept with, yeah, I slept with my friend's girlfriend. I cheated on my girlfriend with her friend. Uh, it was some weird stuff about how everybody loves Hugh Hefner. It was a lot going on in the song. And then at the end, he's just like, I love my kids. All my kids... Uh, you hear a lot of bad stuff about daddy, but daddy's not bad. Please stay oh, with me. Lord. Stay and support me. So between the molestation thing and him begging to his kids, I feel like he was trying to make people feel sorry for him. Mm. Did not work on me, <laughs> at least. I still don't care about R. Kelly. I still cannot. You said you were two-stepping at the end of the song, though. Yeah, yeah, but I'm not going to listen to it again. Oh, okay. I did listen to uh, Kicking It With Your Girlfriend earlier. What's that? It's R. Kelly song. It's not one oh. of his most popular ones, but yeah. it was like on... um. Chocolate Factory or one of those. Oh, yeah. Good song. Good I song. just remember when I was, a, if this is probably totally inappropriate, but when I was younger, mm-hmm. like 10, 11, something around those ages, my dad used to listen to R. Kelly in the car, like the old R. Kelly, like the gross Royal play Kelly. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I liked it, but I didn't know what it really meant. I mean, I was young, so I didn't really know what that meant, but I just... When I grew up, I was just kind of like, why do my friends play this? Because they like it. It's good music. I guess. Those are the same, those are the same people that still support Naga to this day. Mm-hmm. I'm like people that's like around his age, like 50. They're the only ones that still go to his show, still support mm-hmm. him. But I yeah. think the younger people just can't mess with him no more. And this makes me sad because, I, you know, I love yeah. 90s R&B. Mm-hmm. And I already mm-hmm. admitted on this show that R. Kelly was the king of 90s R&B. He was the best 90s R&B person 
that ever probably existed. He owned the 90s. Hmm. He was the R&R&B, but we can't let him come back into our lives, I guess. No, I mean, I don't know. I'm just, there's times when it's time to retire, and this is one of them. So, Raquel is dead to us still? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, Raquel. Maybe you should just do what all these other women that were, you know, formerly married to celebrities or whatever, and just get a reality TV show like Ray J and Brandy. And just, you know. I think R. Kelly too toxic for reality TV. Nobody going to hire That's the best stuff. But they canceling the show. They, like, they won't let in. him do anything. Yeah. And I, mean, I feel like R. Kelly not, not going to but... do nothing funny. Like, he not going to do no, nothing rational. No, it doesn't have to be funny. It just has to be Well, crazy. why would I watch? Yeah. What would he be doing that's crazy? Oh. Getting his house foreclosed on? Everything he admitted to in our song. Living in the NBC suites? Yeah, I mean, people do talk about their financial struggles. Yeah, he said he lived in the NBC yeah. suites drinking Hennessy. Four. And then he said, no shade. No so, shade. I guess not the shade to Embassy Suites or whatever oh. he said. We was at some chain hotel where he said he had to live. Or is he, he broke... just like not trying to shade people who have financial issues? I think he's just trying to say, because he was trying to make it seem like, oh, I went from living in mansions to now I'm living in the Embassy Suites. And I guess he was just saying that it's not nothing bad about the Embassy Suites, but oh. that's just what he found himself in this financial difficulty. And it may not be the Embassy Suites. It was some type of one of those old long extended stay chain shits mm-hmm. or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. So final verdict, R. Kelly, you did not change anybody's mind with your song. No. People who gonna support him still gonna support him. You still trash. And didn't he put it out on SoundCloud? Like he's not even really gonna make any money off of that. I don't think anybody would have bought that. I'm no, not buying a nineteen minute song. I just I don't know. I think he really was just trying to put it out point. there to try to get people to come yeah. start coming back to the shows because a lot of shows get canceled. Um, and he admitted the only reason he tore is mm-hmm. because he's broke on the song. Yeah. He he let out a lot of details on this song, man. That's horrible. It was nineteen long ass minutes. <laughs> But I made it, and it was it was a bop though. It was a bop. Oh, okay. I, I was kind of like getting into it. I was like, oh. By the end, I was like, oh, R. Kelly still I'll can make continue, hits. Continue uh, jumping. Say what you want about his perverted ass ways. I'll that continue can make a jumping hit song. around my Drake album. He can that's make it. a hit song. Yeah. Anyway, you were saying how you you black women have made it hard for black men to survive uh, in this world. <laughs> Give me some details on that. So actually. It was a really interesting article. When I first read the title, I was just kind of like, oh, this is like another person basically trying to... What was this article? What was the article? Um, Well, it was an opinion piece, so disclaimer. But uh, it was on Madame Noir, which is like a blog for women. Okay. And it was written by who? A a woman, Uh, man? Black woman? I believe it was a woman, but don't quote me on that. Um, I can pull it up. But basically, the, the... the article was pointing out how um, it, there was a discussion on Twitter a few weeks ago. About, was this black Twitter or white Twitter? I I don't know which Twitter. I'm going to assume it's black Twitter since this was a black woman's publication. Oh, black Twitter. And it was talking about 50-50 relationships. Somebody had put out a tweet that basically was like, oh, um, it's great when you know, men and women can split finances and whatever. Okay. And the point of this article was like, actually, 50-50 is a very juvenile, like, way of looking at relationships. Mm-hmm. And that, uh, you know, black women are accepting this sort of mentality from men instead of demanding more, like, their counterparts do apparently statistically anyway um and that that's the reason why our dating lives suck 
Hold on. So to get this straight, it was somebody who didn't want to pay their fair share no. was complaining it, that they shouldn't have to pay their fair share for what reason? Oh wait, so they independent women, right? They got jobs, mm-hmm. they worked, but they no. don't want to contribute to the household. The man should. Well, the away. point was that relationships the- and households are not measured solely on financial contributions. There's also contributions that are emotional if there's household stuff that has to get done there's those sort of contributions then there's also like family related contributions so the argument was that it's kind of naive to look at a relationship solely from financial contributions not even but this lady was making the point that she didn't want to pay her fair share no her point wasn't even that her point was basically financially whoever makes the most should probably contribute the most just because that makes the most sense right Mm -hmm. but her point wasn't that you know statistically like black women tend to like they're more educated they tend to earn more than most black men so her point was basically that not that you should be looking for someone who's your equal but that that whole entire argument is just a waste of time Maybe I need to read this article because I'm not understanding what what what's a waste of time to try to like, find your equal or to find no, somebody not to equivalent find your to equal, you? but it's basically saying that you should to be treated like how you should be treated, like a queen or whatever. That was her her words, mm-hmm. but basically um, her point on this was basically to be treated this way, to be seen as to be respected in relationships. It shouldn't matter how much you bring financially to the table or the other person brings financially to the table. It's just about respecting those other persons and building a relationship with them. Okay, but who said that... What did you decide that black men only want to bring financial stuff to the table? Where'd that come from? Well, her argument was that she felt like a lot of the people who were very supportive of this 50-50 argument that all relationships should be 50-50, a lot of those supporters were black men and she felt like that was black women's fault for allowing such behavior okay so this lady just talking on her ass then basically i mean no she was pointing to like statistically like you know hispanic women were one of the people she looked at and she was like hispanic women with the same educational background with the same like professional experience experiences when they enter into marriages or well first of all more of them are married than black women and then the other percentage was um when they do get married they a lot of them either stop working or they um you know just don't contribute as much financially because their counterpart tends to contribute more see i don't like this because it's basically saying she wants black women or women in general to be housewives and not have to contribute financially and just be homemakers like that seems to be her point here i didn't like love the full argument right but i don't think that's the full argument i think her point is that you shouldn't be expected to your contributions in a relationship should not just be examined by your financial contributions i think that was her overall argument but that makes no sense because she's basically saying she doesn't want the woman to have any financial things in this. So does she want to be an equal partner? In, like I don't, Maybe I'm missing it because I didn't read the article. Mm-hmm. Is she basically saying, well, we all know that 
everything in a relationship isn't based off just how much finance you can put into it. Mm-hmm. You may not have the financial means to do this, but you can do stuff like taking care of the kids or if you make less, you know, maybe cleaning up the house because you work less hours or doing I mean, all the chores saying, and stuff like, like the that. The whole idea of like, hey, if you are going on a date and say your date pays for a movie and then you buy the snacks, she's saying that whole concept is flawed. So she doesn't like Dutch is what she's saying. So for somebody who's, I mean, it seems like her whole thing is based on the fact that she doesn't want to put out money or she feels like that she shouldn't have to put out money because she's a woman, which seems very counterproductive to what women have been fighting for, for the better part of the last decade. Now, what is your thought on that? When you go on a date, do you want your date to pay or do you want to pay? Do you offer to pay? What's going on with you? I mean, I always... well, let's get into your dating life for one. Are you single? Are you married? I'm single. Okay. Are uh... you mingling? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you and, go on a date, first date. Mm-hmm. You met your guy on where you meet him, Plenty of Fish, Christian Mingle. Yeah, sure, Christian. Okay, Mingle. you met him on Christian Mingle because you're a good <laughs> Christian woman. Mm-hmm. He takes you out to a dinner and a movie. Do okay. you even put your hand in your pocket? I actually, so I do. I always, first of all, I don't go if I'm not like prepared to like pay for mm-hmm. everything, just because that's like that's common the, sense. Yeah. Um, but I've, I've offered to pay, but I prefer not to. Is it a bullshit offer? Is it one of those offers like, well, yeah. let me get this and you want ready to be like, no, nah, I like, got it, baby. No, it's like, uh, it's really, it's, I mean, it's definitely more of a test, but it's definitely like an offer. And so he's there say, okay. And then you'd be like, damn. Basically. No, I ain't got no money. <laughs> that was my last eight dollars. It's like, oh, well, let me just figure out how I can leave. <laughs> Let's get into this dating this morning. I just dating. feel like, I don't know. I think some of it is a little old school. I used to live with, I had a roommate that basically felt the complete opposite. Like she didn't feel comfortable because she didn't want to feel like she owed somebody something afterwards. So she didn't feel comfortable paying on a date. So that's different. But, um, and then I had another roommate who basically was, you know, the complete opposite. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I just kind of think it depends. Like, so where are you? Where are you? So let me, let, let's go. Let's I go would list prefer not to. And not I, even just that. When it comes I, to dating, do you, do you want the guy to ask you out or do you have an issue being aggressive and asking the guy out? No, I don't mind. Mm-hmm. I don't mind asking. Now, back in my day, old mm-hmm. school. Way back in the day, the rule was whoever asked out the person would pay. So if a girl asked you out, she had to pay. If a guy asked you out, he had to pay. Now normally, the way society was set up, men were always doing the ones asking out because that was the, y'all let, mm-hmm. y'all got this patriarchal society that you women refuse to break down and try to overcome. And oh women in this article are a prime reason why the patriarchy still exists because she wants to be wine and dine and take care of. And I'm telling you, I'm not your daddy. I'm not taking care of you. That ain't my job. My job is to treat you as my equal and my queen and love you, but it's not to be your daddy and take care of you. Okay. So to your point, uh, would you ever treat a friend or someone who you, you know, respect or admire a lot out to dinner or whatever? I do it all the time. Every time I go out my, uh, uh, Lady friends, they always trying to get me to buy them some drinks. I'm not even sure why I'm buying these okay, drinks. Okay, so how, how they like I don't know what how or is why is that different than when you're on a date? Oh no, no, I didn't say personally. If I go out on a date, usually the first date I'm gonna pay. The first couple of dates I'm gonna pay, but if I like date three, mm. day four, I'm gonna need her actually not to be faking like she want to pay, but actually pay. 
lose some type of money. Okay. Cause I'm not one of these people that think anybody owes me anything. Like I was, I was out at one time, and the bill was like thirty dollars. And she was like, "Do you want um, you want to split this? Cause I don't want you thinking that um, I owe you something." I was like, "What would it, what would I get for sixteen dollars? Like, what what did you owe me for sixteen dollars of a meal?" I don't. I'm just like, is that how much it's going for nowadays? No, I but haven't I'm been out in the like, street in a while, so I don't know. Is it, is, can you really get something for $16 nowadays? Some people are assholes. I don't know. I just, I don't know. I better stash off Santa's a little high. Yeah. So I just, all I know is like some, they just don't want anything held over their head, whether it's 15 bucks or. Okay. But you do want something held over your head because you don't want to pay. No, I don't think it's that. I just think it's more of a gesture. It's Let like an expression you. of, okay, well, this is. You're someone that I care about. Okay. Like, you know. Is is there a fresh road at a person? Let's say a guy goes out. Is there a certain amount of money that he puts out on the first date you that you even you be like, damn, I do owe my Lord up. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's say he dropped about three hundred dollars no, on the first date. I don't think so. I'm like, damn, I'm at least get my hand job. <clears throat> take nah. it old. Take it back to junior high. At least jerk him off in the car. Nah, nah, no, 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 no. Damn. No, I don't think there's. What enough. if you spent five hundred dollars on your first date? You ain't gonna give him a little up. Squeeze his nipple or something. Well, okay. I will say that I'm not opposed to sleeping with someone on the first date. Okay. whatever. But but it doesn't matter how much money you spend? No. <laughs> I think it would just depend on like if I like the person. So 300 or more and you like them, you giving them some. What if he spent 25? Would you it still depends give him some? if I like that person or not. What if y'all was vibing but he was just broke? He, had, he took you to like the free concert at the park. He bought you some popcorn. I mean, if you put thought into it. Okay, I'm writing. I'm writing some notes down. <laughs> I think it's if there was thought, and I felt like I would want to possibly go on another date with this person, then sure. Okay. Or so if I just wanted here. to like have sex at the time, then sure. All right. So right now, you know, you're speaking for a woman. So basically, I'm not fellas out there, if you listen to this, like, you know, you spend at least three figures on 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 a woman, she gonna think she gonna have to give you something. Maybe I think it could be a little hundred dollars, right? I disagree. Three hundred dollars. I mean, I at just think it depends. If the, somebody wants to sleep with you, they'll sleep with you. If they don't want to sleep with you, then they won't. So they should spend at least three hundred dollars. If you don't want to act like you don't want to say, just wink at me. No, I she just winked. think that she winked three times. If they want to, then they will. It's three hundred beans. That's the price. It really doesn't. I don't. You know, I wouldn't say that there's an exact price point, but you know. Do you like to get picked up from your home when you go on the first date, or do you want to meet in public? Uh, no, I don't like getting picked in my house because they could be crazy, and then they know where you live. Well, they could just follow you home. That's they could be true. crazy regardless. That's true, but no, like no, not. That you want to meet in public? Do you do that thing where you say, "Hey, girl, um, I'm going to meet this guy." Blah 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 blah. Yep. He says his phone number. If I don't come back uh-huh. by twelve oh one. Yep, I give Call a, the I give at least one friend the details of where I'm going. So, okay. you, know you being I'm. safe. Yeah, and there's actually a book about that. that just, You're a real modern it's on woman. on the Oprah Book Club, actually. You're a real modern woman. About how girls, you know. Need to tell people what they, they are. They tell their friends, you know, hey, text me when you go home. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Just like safety code. Dang. Is it that serious? Mm-hmm. You really, you really letting us into the mind of a woman today. Do women talk about men all the time? What do y'all talk about? Uh, Is it always about sex? 
Nah. I imagine women just going around somewhere like, girl, he had a big dick, he had a little dick. No, no, actually, that's not really, it's more, it's definitely more emotional, but I think it's definitely like, you know, pros and cons. Yeah, that's What's more important to the modern woman? His looks or his security and finances? I'm watching a lot of Living Single on Hulu. They brought back Living Single. I've been watching the first episode. And Regine. Mm-hmm. I like her. Yeah, she was fine. Mm-hmm. And then also, she just was really into the financial security of the man. And this was a she was a '90s kind of woman. What is the I mean, what is the 2000s kind of woman? I think that, that really goes back to that article about how that's traditionally what people look for in a mate or a spouse or whatever. So, yeah, I think that makes sense. Mm, I'm learning so much. Mm-hmm. So my guest host uh, Christy, she says uh, if her man was financially stable and taking care of a lot she would agree to an open marriage would you do that is there a going back to like my question about how much a date is is there an amount of money a man can make that makes basically anything he does okay no so your although man was, I, th- I mean for me personally but i do think i mean i've heard stories where let's say your man was a millionaire he was an nba basketball player making 30 million a year he cheated on you would you leave him depends what the prenup says no oh, it, it, it was prenup it was definitely <laughs> you, you signed a prenup because he you met him when he was 28 and he mm-hmm. had been in the league for six he had been in the league almost oh, 10 so years you're saying there's no prenup no there's a prenup oh, okay. you wasn't his high school sweetheart <laughs> this wasn't a lebron james situation oh, with the I high school sweetheart. Later, you met right? him later he was already established okay well it depends what the prenup says no like, prenup. Most prenup i mean the prenup says- most prenups say like fidelity you do get something no 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 he had a good lawyer and you ain't had no lawyer you thought you was in love with him no deep. no like, he was like I love him so much and your father was like well get a prenup and you're like no daddy I love him I love him daddy lies I love him so much um so you'll leave 30 personally, million personally I would that's a little bit of a deal breaker alright let's me, say but... he make 30 million a year the prenup says you get 100,000 for every year y'all was married so you gonna get that's it yeah, you're gonna get you're gonna get a hundred thousand <laughs> per year. Then per year until you remarry. So that's gonna be like your uh alimony. But you give mm-hmm. it up to three hundred the thirty million that he making every year plus the endorsements and all the money and all the access to it. Would you do it? Just cause he cheated one time? I mean, I guess you would ha- you would never know until you're in the situation. No, 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 don't try to do that. Don't try to However, back out of it. Don't try to skirt the question. <laughs> However, personally, I feel like that's a deal breaker just because Oh, you're so full. People's just so full of shit. They get on they get on the microphone, get on the air, and think people are listening to them. And they <laughs> no, start saying just, all types of crazy shit. Yeah. You know good and well if your man was making thirty million just from his NBA salary, plus another fifty million from his endorsements, and he cheated on you, and all you was gonna get is a hundred thousand, and you're not gonna be with that eighty million a year. Don't lie to me. Just you're be right. honest. You're right. I would probably stay in that relationship, however, mm-hmm. I would be very unhappy. But you'll stay. <laughs> you heard it if you heard it here first if you make money you don't gotta be because faithful. then it's like well i could just have my other situation you ain't gotta be faithful y'all if you're making money fellas i don't know go I to just, college get a I good mean, job you can cheat on your how girl much does that suck of a life you like, can cheat on your girl what kind y'all? of life is that that sucks all right i ain't gonna encourage people to cheat on their girl <laughs> but you can if you make enough money remember that All right, what else you got? I, what you got? Something else? You said you want to talk about some stuff that some celebrities. You love celebrities, right? Um. Well, I do, but I mean, there's I don't know. There's that 
story. Okay, so we can I literally have... talk about any celebrity that is not a Kardashian. Outside of that, I can't. I can't talk about them on this show. I, I hate that I even mentioned that name just now. Okay. But I'll try to talk to you about any other celebrity, even though I don't follow celebrities and I don't care about celebrities. Well, this person, I wouldn't necessarily say they're a celebrity, but the story popped up on Twitter and it piqued my interest. And I'm probably going to fuck up this person's name. But uh, it's the University of Tennessee running back or lineback or something. And his name is like Ryan something. Basically, his girlfriend, who they list nowhere in the story, Mm -hmm. um was called the cops on him because he um, he either like he like pushed her into their apartment and then kept her in the apartment like wouldn't let her leave yeah so he kidnapped her no well I personally wouldn't say that that's kidnapping but yeah so he was he was accused of kidnapping this person and assault I think or harassment or something. pretty much kidnapping bro and if you hold somebody against their will. So basically they kicked him off the team. He's like a sophomore. He's like hella young. Okay. And young um, is not an excuse to abuse a woman. Just FYI. You're right. But I was curious to know more about this story and I don't know more much more about it. But You literally bought up a story. <laughs> I just like Christy. But I I don't I don't know much more about it, but I was curious to know more about it because um I just feel like there's more to this story so i wanted to bring up a story about that i don't have any facts or details about but i thought i, I would just talk facts, about it but yeah i, I know literally to, nothing about yeah. anything that's going on but i don't think kidnapping is kidnapping um, so if i hold you against your will technically it's fine no but also i don't think i just feel like there's more to the story because the article says that they were fighting in a parking lot before this happened Mm -hmm. and he like picked her up and like took the took her into the apartment basically Mm -hmm. and so that's apparently where they continued arguing Mm -hmm. see in your world that's just foreplay but in her world she's being kidnapped no i mean i'm just saying that i feel like there's more to the story so you're saying basically you like to be manhandled is that it no, no, no. We're learning no, so much. No, we getting into it, Tyra. We getting just, we getting deep into your thoughts and the feelings in this. I think there's more of the story. Like right. to learn more about it. Do me a favor, research your story. Okay. And then I call it next Tuesday or the two great. weeks from now at about seven thirty, and we'll pipe <laughs> you into the show so you can finish the story once you get all sounds the details. Good. Sounds good. Because uh, you know that was probably the worst story <laughs> I've ever heard in my life because you didn't seem to know any, any, any of the details. This is true. Oh, back to Dayton. Let's get into this other topic. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, we, this guy, you know, Charlamagne the guy, right? Oh yeah, he like raped his wife, or they both admitted. That's to the it thing we we like trying to we trying to figure out. We trying to figure out if he actually raped his no, wife. I thought or they, are people using rape a little bit too loosely? Well, no, I thought that's what they said was that they both admitted that he raped her. At the beginning of their marriage. No, no, no. I don't like think that. anybody admitted that he Well, that's what the, the news alert that I got to my phone, that's what it said. That's and I remember I shared that with my friends and they were like, oh, yeah. That's the problem with the news. The news doesn't really report stories correctly. Or they they like uh... to give sensationalized headlines without giving like the whole details of it. Okay, now, that's true. You can't just read the headline. You need to read the story. That's now, did true. he rape his wife? I don't know. I wasn't there. Right. She said he didn't rape her. Uh, I think she was even on a show 
the last couple of days saying no he didn't rape her mm-hmm. she did get this like they both gave a scenario where the, the basically the scenario was they both were getting drunk they both were very drunk okay and then they end up having sex together um which i think if people get this idea is getting two people getting drunk and then having sex together is not rape to me now slipping something in somebody's drink or raping somebody who's drunk and passed out then of course that's rape because she's unconscious she's unwilling but if we're both drinking we're both tipsy and then we both have sex together where nobody is being forced uh of course you know when you drink you get you know i guess looser if, i don't know if that's the right way i'm saying it right you get like uh more free you know most mm-hmm. people who drink they kind of get a little looser they get a little more uninhibited mm-hmm. but i don't think that means that they because at no point did she ever say that no i said no i didn't want to do this or no i didn't want to be involved in this but people are throwing this thing that's like he's raping his wife because they both got drunk and had drunk sex when i think almost everybody who who has been in any type of relationship has probably at some point had some type like of drunk that. sex yeah i mean i will say that the college that i went to you that was shot him out uh sure so i went to howard university my son in washington dc and one of the things that they tell you when at freshman orientation uh is that the law in dc is that uh you cannot consent if you are inebriated so um so even if it seemed consensual at the time like you just legally like you're you did not consent basically ah. so that was a warning to everyone basically uh, i feel like about. that's a slippery slope because then so i guess it just depends where you live no no i understand the concept I, of it and i understand but i think even with that they're saying like if you are passed out blacked out drunk of course you can't consent but if we both went out and had drinks and we are drunk or yeah. you know inebriated, I don't mean I don't think that means you can't consent to sex or you. I guess you still have control of your facilities at some point. The rationale is that people make decisions that they otherwise wouldn't make when they were sober, but I don't know. I I think that that's the rationale, but I don't. I don't know. I personally feel like if someone says or feels like you raped them, then I guess that's how they feel and that's what it is. What it is, but. Oh, no, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying, hey, yeah. I, I'm not victim blaming it. But in this situation, yeah. she never said she felt raped. Uh, when they cleared it up a little bit, he, you know, he went into the whole explanation as to the fact that he, they were talking, they were having a conversation about, uh, you know, this happened, I guess, 20 years ago. I don't know. I think he like 40 yeah. now. They met when they were like 18, whatever it was. Not that it matters what the time frame was, but the point was, I guess, he and her were watching some type of show about rape culture. Mm-hmm. And I guess they started talking about that, and he was like, you know, is that considered rape in the fact that we both were like pissed out, pissy drunk? And I think she was saying in the way that they frame rape culture, then possibly that could be considered that. But she didn't say, no, I felt like you raped her because I guess they can continue, you know, they continue their relationship for many years. And then she even said they had sex the next morning when they were both sober. So it was then something she didn't want. It's not something that she didn't participate in. Um, I don't know. I guess I just feel like why share now? Like, why is it just to be like. 
because that's like a hot topic right now. I just I didn't really understand the purpose of of sharing that story. But I think he was just talking about rape culture in his pocket, and then this was from my podcast yeah. three or four years ago. Yeah. But I guess this all stemmed from the fact that some a, a young girl said, well, she's not young now, but she said she was raped from back in the day, and her mother wouldn't let her testify, whatever it was. Oh. So they ended up dropping the case. And he even talked about that on the podcast. You know, mm-hmm. that was his whole thing was that. It wasn't a rape thing situation. He threw a party. There were underage people drinking, and something may have happened to this woman, but he didn't have anything to do with that. Got it. But I, I mean, the, the point is, I was trying to get into this fact that, like, is it really? Are we not? Uh, so, I mean, I guess you can't drink with anybody. You should never have drinks with anybody. No, I think I think it's fine. Just like maybe don't drink to the point where you don't remember or shit. I don't know, but mm, um, interesting. So in that case, do you, so some of the onus does go on the person involved not to drink so much. No, I'm just saying like. I'm not saying the person should take advantage because you drink so much. Yeah. But shouldn't you have some responsibility as to not drink so much? No, I mean, live your best life. But I'm just saying like, I don't know, people, it's just like when people drink and like, you know, I don't know, they make decisions that they're not very proud of and that sometimes happens. So I don't know. I don't know if that's fair to say but mm. that's just a thought okay mm-hmm. so do so do you think regret is an okay reason to say something inappropriate happened to you no i would think like it would have to it would definitely have to be that something uh happened that you didn't want to happen that you didn't like consent to mm. but i don't know i just it's kind of it's a blurry line it is the yeah we live in is crazy there's actually a lot of I don't know if you've seen the Netflix series Thirteen Reason Thirteen Reasons Why. I have not. Um, but it, it kind of digs into that a little bit, and um, the other series this, that they have called The Rain it also does that too. There's, okay, no, I felt like I was a little too old for Teen Inks. Uh, yeah, they're like teen movies, but they're really good actually. Um, but um, but yeah, that's part of that story too, and they kind of explore that topic. A little bit. Not my bag. Okay. So, okay. So, what we learned from this episode is do not drink and then have sex. Or drink and have sex if that's what you want to do. Okay. But don't (laughs) drink. Don't have sex with somebody who is so drunk they are passed out. Can we agree on that? Well, yeah. You probably, you definitely should not sleep with someone who is not. Who would want to? What's the fun part about that? Mm-hmm. Who gets into having sex with a corpse? Sounds like R. Kelly did. No, I'm just kidding. I don't think R. Kelly ever had sex with anybody who was passed out. No, no. He did pee on a little girl, which is pretty sick. That's horrible. I never saw the video. Oh, y'all people keep bragging about how did y'all saw that video. Aaliyah? Y'all sick, bro. Did he talk about Aaliyah in that song? Did he talk about Aaliyah? Oh, he talked about having a conversation with Wendy Williams. Well, Wendy Williams asked him about Aaliyah, and he just said love. And then she asked him about the tape. He said, don't go there. So that's all he really, as far as him addressing that tape, that's all he said about the tape was Wendy Williams asked him about it. Because and he she was underage when that happened. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I kind of has a history, they said, of like visiting playgrounds and middle schools and all this bullshit. Oh, my gosh. So he's a sick fuck. Yeah. That's, that's all well, Kelly for you. Um, still make a hit song. Still got them fire hits, man. I don't know what is about that, man, that he can make that good music. Can't read or write or add or subtract, but can make a hit song. I guess we all blessed with our gifts. Mm-hmm. 
Exactly. Any other hot button topics you want to talk about? Uh, not that I can think of. No? No. Do you want to sing a song? No. Do you have any hidden talents? I'm not a singer. Per se. Per se. Whatever that Like, I would not expect someone to pay me. Not drunk enough? I would not expect someone to pay me to sing. Uh, What would you expect somebody? You you pay to do what? To sing. I would not want to be paid to sing because I'm not that talented. No self-confidence. I just... Sad, sad state of affairs. Know yourself. Know yourself. All right. Do you want to leave any final words before I do the wrap up and thank you for joining us here and talking about all the things? This was fun. Okay. And that's it. Damn. No inspirational messages (laughs) to the people? No Uh, way to find it? Do you want to to shout out your Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram? uh, No, 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 no. You sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Promote. I don't know. Promote no. yourself. You know, I am just relaxing. She's a ghost. Living my best life at the moment. Living her best life, getting just drunk. Staying a little under under the radar. Keep but, it low-key. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. Might I mean, be our publicist. If I come back, maybe I will <laughs> Whoa, give out calm more. down. Let's see how the people <laughs> like you first. I don't but, know if they're going to yeah. invite you back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Thanks for having me. It was fun. All right, let me thank you for coming. Uh, one, Christy sucks. Let's let's take down Christy a little bit for about five minutes before we leave. <laughs> she de- she committed herself to the show, and gets sick, and then has the nerve not to show up. Okay, this is the first time she didn't show up in over a year of us recording this show, but still, the audacity of that woman, the audacity to make me have to go out and get a co-host. To have you go out of your way to have to come and record when you have better things to do with your life. How dare she? You know, like I just said. No, 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 no. Let me keep going off on her. How dare she have the audacity and the unabated gall to do do something like this? I don't know if I can even... I'm, I'm just torn up about it right now. I don't even know if I can keep it going. But Tyra, it is Tyra, right? Yeah. Christy, don't hate it. Don't hate me. Thank you for coming by. Thank you for participating. I'm looking in forward Dawn, to listening to Christy next time. Doing Christy's job for her because she felt she, you know, claimed she was sick and couldn't I mean, do it. If you're sick, you're sick. Power through. She gets paid a lot of money to be on this show, <laughs> and for her not to show up is very unprofessional. And she will be getting a letter reprimand in her official file. I mean, we all have to listen to our bodies. As the boss, I will put it in her file. Mm-hmm. I might fire. Her. We'll see. I don't know. She's definitely uh, on probation though. Pretty sure that's. Probation. Some sort of law. Probation. <laughs> anyway, well, I must say, um, thank you for listening. Please like, rate, review, and find us on Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, wherever you find great podcasts. Mm-hmm. Send us emails at the POP Podcast at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram if Christy does her job and ups- up- uh, updates to Instagram, which I doubt she'll do. You know, like us on there, follow us on there. I was gonna join Twitter, but Twitter just get people in trouble. Twitter just got that dude fired. Stop making all the delete your Twitters. If you're famous, delete your Twitters. All your old tweets from 20 years ago, delete them shits because it's just gonna get you in trouble now. Or you could enjoy it. it's a great source of information. Nah, nah. You all you can do is end up calling, saying some type of joke about somebody, and you then you're gonna get canceled. If you're a reporter, you're getting canceled if you go on Twitter. Stay off that shit. It ain't gonna do nothing but lead to your demise. Stay off Twitter. I was going to join Twitter for this show. I mean, you could just read 
Tweets. They boring. I don't care about your life. Mm. You're not fun. Trust me. Anyway, I'm Carlos D. Am I supposed to? Oh, oh well. my God. <laughs> at least say goodbye. What, what I'm tired of Bye. What the hell? <laughs> I'll never have another co-host again. <laughs> See ya. Thank you.